and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. One more in the bag for this week. We're glad you're with us live here in the 132 uh, uh, two something hour in the east and uh, we are we are truly blessed on this brad and brit cast uh brit himself has uh, made sure the connection is perfect clean and we now head down to wherever he is some forty thousand miles south it's little rock Yes, greetings and salutations. This I, Little Rush, live from hell. Delighted to be with you for another day of broadcast excellence here on the Brad and Broadcast. How are you? I'm doing better than a human being should be allowed to do. And with one hand tied behind my penis to make it fair for Madison Clawthorne, folks. Have you seen the video, folks? The deep fake of Western North Carolina's favorite son, Madison Cawthorn. Have you seen this, folks? Now, is it a deep fake? Because I thought he said it was real. Well, he's, of course, just trying to save face. But Madison Cawthorn is apparently uh, naked with a friend of his humping his face. Folks, who among us hasn't done that? Who among us hasn't been in, uh, shall we say, the Dominican Republic snorting blow off a dresser you get naked, all of a sudden you're humping your friend's face. I don't see what the controversy is here, folks. This is a big, fat hand wringer, and uh, this man is being attacked by the media on the daily, folks. All right, so just so, Little Rush, I, you're not as young as you used to be. Yes. You first called it a deep fake. Yes. What it is, he, he's, and he's not even saying it's a deep fake. Yes. So why would you even attempt to come to the, Non, non brought up defense of Madison Cawthorn. Do you identify with him in some way? Well, it's because uh, I I just often spout bullshit. That's what oh. I do, and that's uh, that's what I was trying to do. Then a fellow Republican, by the way, he's going to win by about a hundred and fifty points okay. in Western North Carolina. It's not even going to be close, folks. This now, the, look, the good people of Western North Carolina, they yeah. see uh, a good man. Uh, when they they, they they absolutely know that this guy is out for them. He's not uh, some guy having a mental breakdown out there trying to party and have as much sex with uh, men and women as he possibly can. And he certainly is not on drugs. So they see exactly what's going on. This man okay. could win re-election easily in November, folks. Do, do you know that uh, my dog humps the sofa, dry humps the sofa every night after dinner? Yeah, see, and, and, and what do you do to the dog? You don't, you don't all of a sudden say, hey, you're not fit for office. <laughs> Although uh, they, I'm sure that the equivalent of your dog is being run against Madison Cawthorn by the Dem, the Democrat uh, Party in uh, Western right. North Carolina, folks. All right, now, Little Rush, we wanted to have you on today because there are so many burning issues that you have not been able to weigh in on for uh, several weeks since we last talked to you. Uh, number one, on many voters and, and listeners and viewers' minds is the I word, inflation. And yes. very often people don't quite understand it until it hits them personally. Uh, a little rush, what has inflation done to the uh, little rush budget? What are you unable to afford now that you couldn't afford, say, 
six months ago. What are you cutting back on? Uh, how has it changed your life, inflation? This is difficult, folks. I got... It's difficult to afford premium gasoline for the Maybach. So what we've done really? is uh, we've I've, I've had to I I have to get some of the generic Blue Boys. I don't, I'm not able to take uh, the 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 Vicodin uh, the the brand name, and I've had to go to different sources for that. And I've had to fire uh, two of the sli- uh, uh, I mean uh, uh, assistants uh, that uh, craft uh, the beautiful lawn. So at my so in order state to, in uh, South Florida. Wait, I, let me make sure I get it. So yes. to be able to afford premium gasoline, you're yes. having to use generic illicit drugs yes. instead of brand name illicit over-the-counter drugs. That's the sacrifice that you're making. It's uh, one of the things that's happening. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Muchos gracias, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Catherine yeah. is down to one coach purse a week, and frequently we have to go to the out. Let's to search for that. So it's 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 been difficult for us folks. Uh, now, as yeah. most Americans, we are hanging in there and hanging yeah. on for the day that Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. is no longer president of these United States. Now, on Wednesday, or it might have been Tuesday, the president called MAGA uh, the most dangerous radical group of people in this country in in, in a long time, just forever. Just he's calling people like you because I know you're a big MAGA guy. Huge. Um, what What do you think of that? And and um, are you insulted? Does that hurt you? This is all this man has left. This was. Let me, let me get the story, sir. He's blaming. He's lying first of all and saying that uh, the the Republicans want to raise taxes on the middle class, folks. I have to laugh as Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Uh, goes through some sort of, I don't know, yep. uh, dementia-filled little, moment. Right. Little Rush, you you are correct. They don't want to raise taxes on the middle class. They want to raise them on the poor. Okay? <laughs> correct. There is a difference. There is a That's difference huge. there. That's, That's exactly a lot more right. palatable and understandable, don't you think? I think uh, people, that, that senator from your home state, Rick Scott, came up with that brilliant idea. Yes, and, and it's really uh, Rick Scott, who is a great man. I would expect him to be in a humping video with Madison Cawthorn very soon. That's a place you want to be, folks. They're lining up. It's like a casting thing. It's like a guest shot on Friends. Back hey, wh- while we're talking about your old state, Florida, yeah. what what is your? I mean, you got to be torn because I know you're a Floridian through and through. You live there your whole yes, life, right? I did. You're, yes. you're born and raised in Florida, right? Yep. I was <laughs> and, forced and, to and, live and, in that shithole known as Sacramento for a few years, but yes, go ahead. Okay. Right. But uh, the governor, Ron DeSantis, seems to be trying to be more MAGA than Trump himself in these culture war issues, uh, whether it's wearing masks, going yes. after Disney. Yes. Banning books and yes. all that. What's your take on, on your old governor, DeSantis? And how do you weigh that? Because I know you lived right down the street from Donald Trump, your good buddies with him, used to hang out, smoke cigars together, all that kind of thing. What do you do? That's got to be brutal for someone like you, torn loyalties like that. It's difficult, but DeSantis is doing a hell of a job. He's made him one of the most popular governors in all of the, the United States, and he's pointing out that Disney wants to make your kid gay or bi, or he wants your kid to identify as a tree or whatever the hell is going on, and I'm glad that he's done it. I'm glad, folks, that finally somebody has taken Walt Disney and the Disney Corporation to task for yeah. trying to make your kid yeah. gay. 
Now, Little Rush, what is the first Disney movie you remember ever seeing as a child? Oh, so did they take you to Disney movies, or did you just skip? Did that part of your life not exist? Did you skip it, over that? My mother took me to see a Bambi in Cape Girardeau, and I rooted for Ooh. the hunter uh, because I'm a Second <laughs> Amendment uh, enthusiast, and I said, shoot, shoot, I want to eat some venison. And I was there in the theater, all the kids were, <laughs> I said, hell no. I want some delicious deer tenderloin, and I rooted for the hunter. And it was fantastic, and it was good. Uh, and, and, of course, I rooted for Cruella de Vil because, you know, fuck those dogs. Yeah, uh, Little Rush, that, that just reminds yeah. me, when, weren't, you, weren't you doing commercials a long time for some steak? Some steak place? Alan steak? Brothers Steak. Hang on a second here. Alan Brothers, Brothers Steak, steak. is giving you delicious. It's a delivery right to your house with dry ice. If you want right. the New York Strip, that's my Favorite folks. You know, Little Rush, wasn't the, wasn't the secret code on, on the website to get a, a 10% off Bambi? It was Bambi, B A M B I. Get 20% <laughs> off your first order and free shipping with okay. Allen Brothers Steak, folks. Here's Carbonite. Carbonite, of course, keeps all of your internet stuff safe. I'm not sure how they do it, but they do it. And that's all that matters. All of your internet stuff, like those pictures you don't want Catherine to see, locked away tight so that no one can see them. Back in the day, when you would die, you would tell your best friend, that stack of porn under my bed, don't let my mom see it. Now, it's all locked away by Carbonite. Go to Carbonite.com, use the promo code LILRUSHINHELL, LILRUSHINHELL, to save 20% off your first order from Carbonite. There we go. Right. No, no one you, does the live reads even dead like I do, folks. You're great. You, you're, you're the best. You're, you are the best pitch man maybe in the history of, of, of broadcasting. Arthur Godfrey, pfft, yeah. nothing. Art Bell can you. suck my balls. Art Bell can exactly. So, what do you think of that uh, that Ohio J.D. Vance winning the race up there for the Republican nomination? Have you ever spent any time with J.D. Vance? Uh, Did he J.D. Talk to you Vance is a hapless redneck, folks, but he, he's able to appeal to those rednecks in O-H-I-O. He's doing a great job, and of course, he got the Trump endorsement. J.D. Vance is the man. He's going to crush. Little Tim Ryan, little Tim Ryan, the socialist Democrat uh, nominee, folks. Uh, little Rush, I, I would suggest you call him Timmy, little Timmy. Little Timbo yeah. Ryan, uh, Timbo, Timbo, Mr. Works. Rust Belt, uh, Mr. Union, Mr. Socialism, Mr. Spank the Rich. It's just the same old uh, message from the Dems, folks. Throughout Ohio, Tim Ryan is going to get his ass kicked. By uh, J.D. Vance, the uh, Hillbilly Elegy author, and uh, a great uh, endorsement by uh, Donaldus <coughs> Maximus, folks. That's mm. what's happening in Ohio. All right. Uh, in, uh, in international news, um, have, you, have you come down from your view that uh, Vladimir Putin is a strong, brilliant leader who is uh, just taking what he thinks is his? Because I heard you say that a few weeks ago. I was kind of shocked by it because I would have thought you would have been on the, the, the freedom side of this. But uh, surprisingly, you you had some nice things to say about Putin. Have you changed your mind yet based on, on the way he's basically tried to steamroll a, a free country into subjugation? Have you seen the way that this man uses bombs to blow the shit out of babies? How can you not be in favor of this, folks? How can you not be... Uh, well, uh, uh, just uh, delighted by the four. He's got uh, uh, a, a living penis. 
Uh, and it blows things up, and he's not afraid to use it, folks. The Dems well, are over here, oh, I'm not sure we have an arsenal. We should do it. He's like, blow the shit out of everything. And I, so, I so absolutely support do, it. Do you not think the United States should continue to send as, as, as much military equipment to help the Ukrainians as possible? Are, are, are you not for that? Are you we against should send that? the bombs and the tanks and the guns to the southern border to try to blow up the Mexicans and the Guatemalans. That, oh, that is what should be happening in America right now. And uh, the, the good news, of course, is when he brings those soldiers over to the right people, they have to carry those things to term, folks, just like they're going to have to right here in America. Right here in America, finally, the sluts and the whores are going to have to really face some repercussions for their decisions. And that's why you're seeing this consternation from the left. These fat women, and I'm so glad you've seen the Matt Gates tweets, correct? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I just, in fact, I just saw that a few minutes ago, and I frankly was shocked by it. Frank, I, Matt I, Gates I calling out the fat, lonely cat women. On the left, and folks, let let us let us be completely honest. Matt Gates uh, never saw a woman over twelve that he was attracted to. He could have been a member of Led Zeppelin. Let's be honest with you. Could have been uh, a Jerry Lee Lewis <laughs> back in the day, or a Chuck Berry. And, and, right. and he knows these things, and he is. And I'm glad that he's calling out the uh, the women, the ugly, fat, never have makeup, uh, having me meals delivered to your house, cat ladies on the left who are now worried that they're going to get pregnant when a dick wouldn't come within 12 blocks of them, folks. That is that is what is happening. You're seeing these protests, these, these hand-wringing protests uh, from these people at the Supreme Court and in various places. Wait, do these people have jobs? I was told that Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. had uh, unemployment down to 3.2%. But apparently we've got enough for these, these idiots get millennials to go up to the Supreme Court and cry and whine because they're not going to be able to kill babies anymore. What the hell is going on? I, I think I have succinctly uh, diagnosed this particular message beautifully, folks. Midterm so, message that the Republicans can right. run on, women, you're ugly. How can that not be a winning message for the Republicans in the midterms? Women, you are fat and ugly. And the women uh, uh, will line up to vote for Republicans across this great land of ours, folks. So, so little rush. Your your basic tenet is Putin can blow up babies, but women in the United States shouldn't have the right to control their own bodies when they're pregnant, right? That, that, it, that makes you know. It's, I, I want to put it this way: for the Dems who love to kill babies, all Putin is doing is killing them in like their fifteenth or twentieth trimester. What? What is the difference, folks? What is the difference? And I leave it with you. And that, wow. that's thats what talk radio is missing now, that I'm dead. Yeah. And those two dumbasses are filling my noon to three slot. Uh, Buck Sexton and then uh, Dick Face McGee. I can't remember the other guy's name, but he, he – oh, uh, Clay Travis. That's the other guy. That's the other guy's name. It's, uh, it's, it's right. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. By the way, I look for them to have a Madison Cawthorn – uh, uh, dry humping face video coming out soon. I think that's okay. probably going to happen between those two guys. All right, little rush. Great talking to you. Great talking. Like you got it. a golf golf game scheduled for this afternoon. What are you doing it's today? Gonna, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. It's me, Hitler, and Stalin in a threesome. And uh, Stalin cheats like a motherfucker. But it's going to be just 
one of the best things that you ever saw in your entire life. And we have just some, some great stuff coming. We can't wait till Dick Cheney dies and he can be our caddy. Thank you so much. God bless you, Brandon. Brandon, you are a tremendous and uh, hubba hubba. Thank you. Thank you. Little Rush on the Brad and Brit cast. Wow, what a day. What a day. What a day. What a day. It was a little disturbing. Uh, it was a little disturbing. Man, right. God. Hey, the uh, the markets are getting crushed right now. I'm sure that you noticed. <laughs> I, had no, I, had, I had no idea, Brit. There was probably a lot of red on some phone screen. Although, there's a lot of red on my ass today. <laughs> the the news was received yesterday with Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Fed, uh, 50 base points or half a point, however you want to look at it, the overnight rate. Uh, he said some stuff that the market liked. He said that the 75 basis point rate is off the table for now. He said a lot of the data looks good and then the economy is well positioned for the ever popular soft landing. Um, so any any thoughts on what he said yesterday, which of course now doesn't even matter as far as the market doesn't matter. I don't know why we're talking about it because <laughs> well, to talk about to talk about stock markets on a day to day basis on a podcast. Well, the, the fifty, I think the fifty basis points matters. I think that's something that's going to be lasting no matter what. You know, I got a basis point up your ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the stuff that he said no, about the soft no, landing. I, I, no, I, I, I don't. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I I think. The only thing that, that that I'll say, and you know I've been following this for 40 years. I've been yes. in it for 40 years. And I've seen these moments before. There will be more again. Uh, and I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm a little bit older, a little bit more seasoned on this. Um, but this is not a day to emotionally respond to Correct. whatever is happening. Correct, yeah. As Yesterday, Wednesday was not a day to emotionally respond. And if you're not in a position to be able to have some perspective and you're jumping in and out and you're panicking and you're saying, oh, now everything's going to be great again because somebody said this and now I'm going to do this, uh, you're, you're going to get killed even worse. So you're either in it or you're not. And if you're not, that's fine. And if you're in it, hang in there. The only thing that can happen is it can get darker before it gets lighter. That's all I can say. I'm, that's, that's and there are some people that say this is this is this is the, the dark, dark, dark darkness right before the dawn. This is like the well, bad, bad, bad. I, you can't you, you can't you can't even say that. You, you know you don't. Yeah, even, but there are knows. some people that there are, again. Knows. I'm using the Fox News. There are some people some people who know this stuff better than I do are saying that now. They nobody knows. See, they that's could, the point. Nobody knows. They could they could be completely and totally wrong. But he you know he had some he had some good things to say about the economy in general, and he was hopeful for a soft landing. So that's, you know, that's something until there's not a soft landing and we all crash and burn. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> there will be no soft landing. There's going to be more inflation. There's going to be more unemployment and there will be a recession. I just can't tell you when. Yeah. And uh, at that point, last, you don't know, there will be inflation will start to recede, but it may already be receding and we don't know. And we'll start there. You know, there's, you don't know till, till you can look back on things. So that's, that's how I. Uh, that's how I look at it. If you need money that's in the stock market to spend for the next six months, get the fuck out now. Yeah. Well, Save you're probably not doing it right anyway. That's probably not because if you're if you're if you've got money that you need in the next six months or a year, you're you're out of your mind, and um, that's not where you should be. 
but um, I, you on. mentioned it. Uh, if you're in a job where they put the money in and your 401k every two weeks or four weeks, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's better when it's down. It'll be worth more later. So that, I think that's these are, I, these are simple I, ideas. I think there's that's the takeaway is that there's a lot of people who don't know a lot about this who freak out and then they just you know they make these radical moves and stuff. And a lot of people who are wealthy, especially, they don't make these radical moves. They kind of stay the course and they end up doing very well. So you know that well, that's that, kind of that 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 moron in Omaha, that panicky Buffett. That guy keeps getting whipped around. And, and now he lives in, you know what? He's so poor. He's lived in like the same house for 40 years. In oh, sure. Like yeah. yeah. Two pennies together has no clue. This is uh, a computer. I mean, how can you trust this guy? How can you exactly. trust what this guy? Says? No, no, you, not, not a clue. Right. You made the uh, mention of it during the little rush that the, the president calling out the ultra MAGA agenda saying this is the most radical group of folks we've had in this country in a long time. And he did talk about how they do want to raise your taxes, and he did talk about several things. Now, this is the Joe Biden that we want to see. This is, I, I think, this has got this has got to be his best strategy for the midterms, right? Mm, well, I think you have to to to, to get out of uh, your little Brit bubble here mm-hmm. and uh, understand how Biden's comment can and will be twisted, misconstrued, lied about and turned into a T-shirt slogan or something more idiotic by the right. Remember the, remember how they operate, Britt? Because if the Republicans have been looking for the next deplorables moment, the Hillary use of the word deplorables, it is possible. I don't think it's likely, but it's possible that Joe Biden did it when he said exactly what he did. And my problem with what Joe Biden said, the way he said it, and and God damn it, I, I, I have to say, and I know he can't do it, but he's got to stop these where he's walking. Somebody shouts a question at him and he turns around and gives an off the cuff, smart ass answer. He he's not good at that. He's almost 80 fucking years old and he's going to just say shit like every 80 year old guy sitting in his rocking chair on his porch is going to do. It's not relevant that he's the president. He's going to do it. And I, I think, and not only that, and this is what bothered me, he got it wrong in a technical sense. Here's the quote. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. Could you please tell me what the MAGA organization is? Is it a club? Is it a political movement? Does it really exist? Or is it just something that fucking Donald fucking Trump used as a slogan, but it's not an organization. And I know that's nitpicking, but that to me, that was a cognitive. Uh, fuck may I, that did may, I yeah, may, may I answer, may I answer your question? What yeah. is the MAGA word? It's the fucking people who think that Donald Trump is Jesus and will follow him under any circumstances. And it's a fucking cult. Did I answer the question properly for you? No, no, you didn't. Yes, I, I did. The word, the word organization denotes some kind of official can i join it is 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 can i yeah, go to mag you can join on, it. you can on, join on it. there you can you can right? go up you can go up to ohio and campaign for stupid ass jd vance anytime that you but want to you can go to a campaign what, office and hand out flyers for him you can go to western right. north Carolina. you can donate to madison cawthorn who is having a public meltdown in front of our eyes yes that's how you can join the maga organization 
You can I, go to I the disagree. Supreme Court. Like, like, is, is there a Black Lives Matter organization too? Well, that's that's no. That's just, also a slogan, Britt. That's also a slogan. Is is there a uh, uh, Occupy Wall Street organization? No, and I know that that's nitpicky. That that that's very nitpicky. But that's because Joe Biden is not good in those moments. He gets and called. He he, he, he's going to get called out on this shit anyway. He's going to be charged for this shit anyway. Why not say it? Things can't get a whole lot worse. Your approval ratings can't go down much further. And for a lot of Democrats, they've been waiting for him to call this shit out, and he hasn't not, been calling this shit out. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's wrong. That 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 people who believe in Donald Trump and that he's making America great again aren't um, quote the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. Take out the word. They're just the most extreme political people, whatever you want to call them, that's existed. You could argue there have been some worse, but um, I don't know. And, 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 you know, take away my my nitpick here. Yeah. The question is, and remember, they're always looking. They're always looking for for something. And I don't think you should ever give them anything. I I don't think you have to give them anything. They find um, stuff even when you don't give them anything. They make shit up. So you might as well, if you're going to get charged with it, you might as well say something. And for a lot of people in the Democratic base, who, by the way, are going to be fairly important, I think, in a few months, I, I think they like what he said. But, but, but see, the, the response was in answer to a question about the Supreme Court right. likely to knock out Roe versus Wade. That uh-huh. isn't even really a responsive question. If you're going to say something about the Supreme Court, you know, you should you should say what is really true about the Supreme Court, which is a completely distorted mm-hmm. organization. It's not an organization branch of government right now mm-hmm. because Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. tilted it radically unfairly and outrageously and in a radically ra- in a radical way. Right, right. <laughs> Which is but, what he but, said. <laughs> well, but that's not the MAGA. Well, when he says the MAGA crowd, he isn't talking about Donald Trump and and Mitch McConnell. I don't know why you're bending over backwards to try to to because the, the, the MAGA what, crowd, what, leader, the MAGA crowd, a is more, a more reasonable oh, response, a more I'm, rational. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of over reasonable rational responses when they make radical moves like overturning Roe v. Wade. I think it's time to bang the table a little bit. Then, that, then to me, that's what he did. That, then then say it then dipshit mcgee last night and dipshit mcgee last night claims that it was a a minute to a coordinated effort to recharacterize political dissent as terrorism well there you go i didn't even know i didn't even know that that has come up i didn't even know they're gonna say that anyway i know that but but you don't (laughs) but you don't want the equivalent of the hillary deplorable Uh. comment you don't want it and you know damn well that of the top five things that fucked over Hillary Clinton, you know, ones that were in her control, that was mm-hmm. one that was in her control. She shouldn't have said it the way she said it. Hillary she Clinton, why, why did Hillary Clinton lose the election in 2016? Brett, I'm not saying it's because she said deplorables. You know that. But I'm just saying that, that you need to be, you know who didn't do that kind of stupid shit? Barack Obama. He yeah, did not say stupid you, things that got that. turned back in his face. I'll give you that, but he, he, you know, he called a spade a spade when it needed to be said. He said it in a more studied way because that's the kind of guy that he is. I mean, he's a very studied, and his words, for the most part, are very, they're measured. 
and, and by the way, so, by the way, so is Hillary Clinton, and that's one moment. I'm not saying we're, that the, the we're, our side, our side, our side is getting crushed by people who don't measure their words at all and just spout bullshit and Tourette's. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with a little fi- fighting fire with fire and him calling out because people see this all the time. They see the other side being able to say whatever they want to with no standards whatsoever. And now, yes, the Supreme Court has made a radical decision by justices that were appointed by a guy that didn't win the popular vote. Twice. Two times. So, yeah, there, there, there is some frustration out there, and I think he was voicing some of that frustration that there's a radical element in this country that somehow has been able to penetrate government, and now it's going to affect the lives of millions upon millions of women over something that they lied about. Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and others have lied about the fact that this was settled law. We're not going to fuck with it. We're great. And Susan Collins can cry her eyes out and say, boy, you know, I, I guess those guys lied to me. You think? Do you think that happened, Susan? But meanwhile, there's there's some people on the left that are fairly pissed off, and I think it's okay to put a little fuel to that fire right now. It's just me. I, they're going to make not the- just you. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I, and I think – and we alluded to this yesterday, but uh, now uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of folks uh, catching on and, and writing about it, how remarkably silent Mitch McConnell is. He was directly asked three times on Wednesday about the Supreme Court and about the uh, impending overturning of Roe versus Wade. And if anybody is the godfather of the moment, it's him, right? He's yeah. been part of this this movement for 30, 40 years, and he engineered the three Trump justices right through that keyhole, uh, two of the three completely illegitimate. They're illegitimate justices. Who? wait a minute. What do you think? You like that? Illegitimate, illegitimate justices. We can yeah. feel that way. I know they're not going to get an asterisk in the history books, no. but they're kind of illegitimate uh justices amy coney barrett and gorsuch are illegitimate mm-hmm. um um yeah the, 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 they they should not have uh they they shouldn't be in there amy coney barrett that got pushed through what a few weeks before the election right oh, and was... of course that was inconsistent with what was done in, in, yeah. in the case of obama and merrick garland and then gorsuch who was the result of that uh, he was the first one. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh uh, gets in there because, you know, uh, what's his name? Kennedy decided to retire. Yeah. He got pushed over the cliff. You know, they, they, it's almost like they put him in a wheelchair and pushed him over the cliff, <laughs> like in all those great commercials. But here's the reason why. Here's the reason why Mitch McConnell won't say anything. And Trump is being himself even a little bit measured. But Mitch McConnell is not stupid and he can read the numbers and he knows that overall a repeal of Roe versus Wade is bad numbers for the Republicans. Now we can go seven levels higher and go, well, is this going to cause turnout for Democrats? Is it going to turn into a bunch of little Brit Whitmires like we just saw 10 minutes ago who are all fired up over this? Is it going to result in better turnout in November and then in 2024? It might. It might. But Mitch McConnell, by being quiet about this, is saying that this is a dead bang loser. There's not one Republican. I don't think this is me speaking. This isn't anything I read. 
it sounds to me like not one Republican campaigning for any office anywhere is going to go out and affirmatively brag about what they have just done. Because no matter how radical you are being anti-abortion or for election purposes, anti-woman, okay, it's not a good look for you if you're a Republican. And you know what this is going to cause? I Write this one down snurdly. This is going to cause more Republicans to refuse to debate Democrats in the general election than ever. Because they're going to get hammered by every Democratic candidate. Every one in every election, including here in North Carolina, if 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 Ted fucking Bud is the uh, nominee for Senate and he's going to be running against who, Josh Stein, is Josh Stein run. Who, who the hell? Who? We don't even know. Sherry Beasley. I'm sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> Sherry Beasley. That's my fault. That, but but you know, she's not having a great impact right now. But then she's not having to run much of a primary either. She's got no. it. She's got no. it nailed. Very much I, so. Pardon me. It's my fault. Um, uh, but she's going to go right at him on this. There's just no question about it. And Tim Ryan is going to go straight at J.D. Vance, who absolutely, 100%, I'm sure, was pro-choice. Until he wasn't, until he became a Trumper. There's no doubt about it. He was a basically a liberal. He was a liberal on, on everything, just like Trump. And here's the problem. They never held Trump to account for the fact that he flipped. And not only did they not hold him to it, they elected him. And then he delivered for them and got mm-hmm. three Federalist Society appointed judges right off the assembly line to come in there and overturn Roe versus Wade assumedly that there's not uh, some kind of a big change between what was the original first draft of, and you know what, that that's certainly a possibility just because you see it in your, when I think about even when a, a, a pathetic writer like me writes something, sometimes I have to go over three, four, five, six, you know, a million times before I hand it in. And so I've, you know, maybe that'll be the uh, the story of this, and and uh, you know, Kavanaugh does decide that you know we need to split the baby here, no pun intended, and and not overturn, but allow the states more latitude to to fuck with you. But it's more that's um, to me the, that's the the weird part of it. First of all, that Amy Coney Barrett's appointment to the Supreme Court and her confirmation it, it was a woman that basically put the cherry on top of this thing and made it possible that that was finally the, the, the chef's kiss, the coup de gras. But the idea possibly that Brett Kavanaugh could maybe be the saving grace of this thing. We don't know. Cause the final opinion hasn't come out. No. The idea that he could be someone who saves women. Uh, there's an irony that I can't wrap my head around, but you know, you know what the number one predictor of life expectancy in this country is right. Um, I, I happen to know this. Um, people who root for the Dallas Cowboys tend to live 10 years shorter. No, shorter. They die 10 years earlier than people who don't root for the it's, Dallas it's, Cowboys. Do I have that right? It's cute, but it's where it's where you live. It's where you're born. That's the greatest predictor of your life expectancy. And that's essentially what we're telling these women. If you're in Arkansas, you're fucked. If you're in Illinois, you're in pretty good shape. If you're born in California, you're fine. But if you're in Georgia, eh, not so much. That's what we're telling these women 
it's not going to be the same for some of you as it is for others. And I'm sorry. You just happen to be born in a place where ovaries are not respected and they don't think you can handle your shit. That's what we're telling the women of this country is it completely matters where you're born and where you're coming up and where you hit puberty. Uh, Matt Gates line two. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that, that's essentially the message that we're telling women in this country. Sorry, you were born in Alabama, but eh, fuck you. I, I don't know if that's a great message and I don't know if that's, but that should be, well, that should I don't, be told. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it could be that broad. I don't think that, that, that would resonate. I mean, there are too many works, too many variables. It works. And, state. Hey, it works and guess what? It's accurate. It also happens to be truthful. Well, to- but it, I, w- I would say that every resident of any particular state, you can't lump them all together. There's, guess who's lumping them all together? There are racial disparities. Guess who's lumping them all together? Guess who's lumping them all together? The state legislature. Well, but Brett, Brett, that isn't the determinant, uh, the only one. If, you're, if you've got money, and oh, even sure. if you live in Texas or Mississippi, oh, sure. you will be able to get an abortion. You will find a way, and That's you'll be able to pay for this. it. That's part two. So, of this so it isn't I... just what state. It's if you're poor in any particular <laughs> state. That's, That's the issue. That's it's, correct. If you're poor in, in in Alabama versus poor in California or New York or Massachusetts or actually even North That's... Carolina right now. That's you, an update to the Republicans. You may be able to get an abortion. And that's yeah. the update to the Republicans. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You ladies want to, you, what you want to do is you want to marry a guy who's very wealthy, works hard, makes a lot of money so that if something happens, or you want to work hard yourself, I don't know. I'm not really sure we still want women working. I have to reexamine that, that as well. But well, it, see, you, that, should, you should do that, well for yourself. That's the home run. That's the home run that is going to be intertwined into to arguments against the uh, – the overturning of this this uh, this law and uh, setting us back fifty years, really a hundred years, one hundred and fifty right. years, uh, because there are, or as Matt Gates called them, overeducated. Think about think about that. Can you can you find that that exact tweet? I, I, exactly what? Oh he wrote. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It, it, Matt Gates. You want to talk about someone that should be taken out? And I don't want to say it because you don't you know. Um, it is, here's a guy who is, uh, likely to maybe go to prison for unspeakable things. And, and at this moment, when I just said, and you just agreed, where are the Republicans crowing about this? Well, Matt Gates, what the fuck does he have to lose? So he's out there mouthing off, um, over this. This is the tweet for 22 hours ago. How many of the women... How many of the women protesting the overturning of Roe of Roe are on meal delivery subscriptions for one question mark? How many of the women rallying against overturning Roe are overeducated, underloved millennials who sadly return from protests to a lonely microwave dinner with their cats and no bumble matches? Now he I, he missed out a prime opportunity to call them fat, but I think he did without calling them fat, right? Okay. I hope that that gets used and sent around by every Democrat. It should already be out there. It should be in every fundraising. Yeah flyer and email and solicitation and, and, and text message that's going out there. 
that should be way more important than whatever parsing I did of what Joe Biden said the other day about MAGA. This is so bad. This is so off the wall. This is so misogynistic. In addition to, of course, being factually wrong, and we're not going to bother to yeah. argue the, 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 the facts of what he's saying, because uh, as 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 we all know, and without even diving any further into it, I, I believe that 60% of all abortions um, are on women who are married, okay? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's... It, it, it's just it's not even close it's it's not even close and it's so sick um that you know we needed to point it out we needed to point it out you know who gets treated just, you know who gets treated really well in prison pedophiles just gonna say that just gonna just well, throw that out know, there that's the kind of solid information that that sometimes you need yeah to to get in there because people do do forget uh about those things hey you know uh you know what's killing me at the uh, grocery store? What's that? I sound like Norm McDonald. Hey, you know what's killing me? Uh, have, you, have you seen the prices of avocados? What uh, the no, hell? I'm, I'm they just they doubled. They, they oh, just Jesus. instantly doubled. They doubled. Wow. However, however, apparently, avocados are at peak avocado prices because it's time for the harvest from Peru to come north. Jeez. So that should rescue us. But this, see, this is Cinco de Mayo as we speak. That's why I brought up avocados. Oh, the avocados. That's right. Well, uh, yeah. That's speaking right. speaking of harvests from Peru, how's Donald Trump Jr. doing? Is he all right? I, I did see another unhinged uh, ramp with, with him talking about the road decision about the leak because they're very concerned about this leak. This leak is really the huge problem, and that is the story this week, Brad. I saw a great cartoon. I can't remember who who drew it. I didn't put it up. But it's a uh, it's Alito at a urinal peeing yeah. on a little sheet of paper in the urinal that says Roe versus Wade and and it says um, leak the real leak. Okay, <laughs> I know that he's a real. I mean, I knew Alito was a real son of a bitch. I knew that he they dug him straight out of Scalia's ass. And I knew that, but I didn't really realize what a complete and utter asshole he was until I, I read parts of that opinion. Which again is not final and may not be the majority opinion, but still, what he wrote was so what he wrote was so profoundly disturbing. And so I'm gonna just say it. I think it was anti-American. I believe what I what I read was anti-American. To say that some shit is not yeah. deeply rooted in American history. Fuck you. You know what is rooted in American history? Was deeply rooted in slavery. Guess we're gonna bring that back, huh? That's a good idea, right? Counting people as three fifths of a person. That had some deep roots in American history, didn't it, Brad? Well, Britt, you know, um, the facts are the facts. It's on it's on paper there. It's in the Constitution. So uh, you can be as as clever as you want to be about this. But uh, as an originalist, uh, I'm with with my buddy, Sammy, Sammy. Alito. No. Um, and we, we, we talked about this on the previous podcast, but it's 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 worth reemphasizing again because you brought it up in such a correct in such a correct way um i don't think anybody is arguing from a pure law school standpoint that roe versus wade was the greatest legal decision um if you you uh, pull it apart and go through the law books and this is how no it wasn't but 
because it's now been in place for 50 years and because the country has done, I think, pretty well under that decision, which was made, and it's just as impossible today as it was back then, to decide these issues. And uh, Justice then Harry Blackman was the, the real author here. He's the guy that, that, that I think came up with this viability test. You know, how many weeks? How many weeks? And is that in the Constitution? No. In Philadelphia, when they were sweating their ass off in, in 1785, um, were the uh, rich white men thinking about women and uh, how long they needed to uh, have their, their pregnancy go before right. it was uh, too late? to have an abortion at the very modern medical facilities that existed in the city of brotherly love back then. Yeah. Um, as it turns out, Villanova, Villanova had a great women's hospital back yeah. in 1780. And a lot of, a lot of, so as, as it, it turns it out, think, I don't think Madison was really thinking a lot about ectopic uh, pregnancies. I don't think he, I don't think he really gave that a lot of thought. I don't think that was right. up in the old noggin there. That's right. Um, and, so, in terms of a pure legal genius or by the book, no, it, it wasn't. But it was well-conceived, and it was sincere, and it was voted seven to two. And I believe three, two or three of the justices were like Nixon appointees. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, Nixon was actually a liberal. Shut up. Stop that. He, he tried to appoint conservative justices too. Um, so it was seven to two. And uh, there are just millions of women, millions and millions of women who have been able to live their lives in a much different way. And by the way, men too. Men too, because of this. And uh, to, to go back to what was before, and this idea that this is a state's rights issue, that's the one that really galls me. The, the, you know, state's rights. Hey, how about if we, we send back and repeal Brown versus Board of Education mm-hmm. and make that a state's rights issue? God damn it. If oh. Mississippi wants oh. to have separate but equal schools for kids of different races, why aren't they allowed to do that? Where did the federal oh. government get off coming up with a solution for all 50 states at once? Where did they come up with that? Let's do that one over again. What oh, do you say? You crazy, crazy liberal, something radical like that, something that's been in, in law, set in law as precedent for decades, couldn't be overturned. You crazy, unhinged liberal. There you go with your crazy shit again. This was the. And by the way, remember the the Griswold decision, which was before Roe versus Wade, that was. which was the, the that was the birth control. That's correct. Um, case. Yes. That's that's basically getting tossed out, also along with Roe versus Wade. So the it's, states, it's a, it's a perfecta. It, it's a perfecta. Yeah. So the states would have a say in in how you administer birth control in your private life, yeah. even if you're married. Yeah. That's basically what, I, I what so. that's that's basically what that decision said that well, the state really shouldn't do that. I, I've I've got the capper and 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 this this should finish us for the day. We could mention this Monday when when we start because I was thinking of this earlier. I, of course, I'm too stupid to write things down sometimes. But and and this is based on a, a 
a reading of a piece, I think this is in the Times, about, again, the technology in 2022 is certainly different than it was in 1973. I hope so. And now, uh, up to 10 weeks, you can self-abort with drugs, right? It's a two-part thing. You can do it. You can do it. Right? Um, And, you know, there, there are varying degrees of hoops you have to jump through, uh, some of them you have to show up in person to a doctor. Right. Others you can do telemedicine. Yeah. You can, you know, get it over the phone. You can do it online. Correct. Uh, from a, from a, I guess, starting with a doctor. And if Roe versus Wade is tossed out, all of these states, the ones that are triggering their, their really oppressive laws that are going to come into to place effectively eliminating abortion in their states, they're going to have to go after this, too, supposedly, apparently, because if you're a woman and you're trying to get around the state law by ordering something, they may tell you you have to actually go to that state. Mm. You may have to go to the drugstore over the state line. And register. Doctor over the state. Right. Register. Right. Here is your – this is the ID. We're going to assign this to you. We're going to record right. but, but here, what you've here's, done. Here's my point. Wait, here's my point. If that becomes the law, it should be at least – equally applied to viagra because we've had what 25 years of commercials on tv that never say what you can order but they show some guy with a baseball bat in his pants saying do you you need a 32 inch slugger well dial up this number here it is and we have a real doctor on the other end of the phone and you'll have it in a box that nobody will be able to identify it'll be just plain brown paper but there'll be dick pills that you can get and it's totally legal it's a legal drug i want to see be the same don't you think that should be a part of that which it be, but I, I would like to see the democrats do like takeoffs of the viagra commercials where the, you know the woman always looks so happy that she's going to get some dick or whatever i would like for the guy to look happy like he's one and the woman to go Wait a minute. I, I'm not so sure because I'm not so sure if I get pregnant, what's going to happen after that. And just put the brakes on the entire situation. I would like to see where they have the soft music and the jazz and the two of them hanging out in the bathtub. I'd like to see some sort of parody of that where the Democrats show that the woman may not be all that happy to be getting a hard dick because eh, you know they might, she might have to carry something to term that she doesn't want to carry to term. I would like to see some sort of communication, but you're right. They should do it. And I, I do have two points to sign us off. First of all, I think the Alito opinion said something like, this decision is narrow and shouldn't be extrapolated to anything else, right? Yeah, right. So yeah, what, sure. What, what other decision that you can think of quickly also had that sort of language? That is such a narrow decision that it can't be and shouldn't be extrapolated to any other, and it should not be precedent. If you, answered Bush, if you answered Bush v. Gore, you'd be correct. The other shitty decision of the, I suppose, 20th century, if you want to say that it began, or the 21st century, if you want to say it began in the year 2000, it had the exact same language in it. It said, I know this is a shitty decision, and it only applies to this, and don't try to extrapolate it to anything else. So you know it's a pile of shit. Here's the vote in uh, Roe v. Wade. It was Blackman. Berger, Douglas, Brennan, Stewart, Marshall, and Powell. The dissenters were Byron Whizzer White and Rehnquist, who was always a big, 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 big hate women, lock up their ovaries kind of situation. So there it was, seven to two. Uh, Blackman, Berger, Douglas, Brennan, Stewart, Marshall, and Powell. 
were uh, the ones who voted in favor of the Roe v. Wade decision. 